when hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Welcome Home Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 239 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going, Hello. guys? So I feel a little bit more Canadian this week. I, I don't, <laughs> what so does that I don't mean? know if this is actually like a, a big deal Let's hear show. It. Okay. So I started watching Corner Gas Animated Show. Okay. Yeah. It, was, it happened to be on and I didn't realize there was like an actual show way before that. So, oh, really? I started watching Corner Gas from like 2004, and I, I just feel more Canadian now. Is that that's a Canadian? I, didn't, show? I, I just that, didn't know if it was like yeah. a, the Seinfeld of Canada. I mean, oh. I, I wouldn't call it the Seinfeld. Um, that <laughs> there's another show that is I feel way funnier, but I don't want to say the name on here because. Then we'd have to bleep it out. I was going to say, is it not safe for work? Is it- well, at least type it in the chat. So. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, hold on. Anyway, I started watching that and I was just like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I love that show, too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not a Canadian show, is it? It is no, a, Canadian a Canadian show. show. It is yeah. absolutely. Like, yeah. so it was released there first? Yep. Produced oh, by uh, Eugene and Dan Levy. Yeah, so maybe people can or, figure out what we're talking about. Yeah. Legendary, <laughs> yeah, legendary Canadians. Yeah, if, if you know what show I'm talking about, you know. I just I didn't know. realize, like I said, yeah, I was watching guess. the animated version of this. Mm-hmm. Just, it kind of came up in Freeview, and then I was like, I happened to see there was a movie, and then I was confused because the movie was before the animated show, and then I went back and I was like, wait, this is like non-high def 2004 TV. Yeah, so. it's it's very much uh, a it it. it it it's good at showing you, I guess, what like living in Saskatchewan is like. Yeah. <laughs> is the best way I can say it. <laughs> good. Okay, yeah. that's very specific. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, if, if you watch the show, it like, yeah, it's it's, it's literally a like gas station. Yeah, it's a small one, like yeah. forty miles from nothing. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's out in the middle of nowhere, and it's it, it's very funny. But yeah, I guess I, I'm glad that it resonates with you because I I sometimes wonder about shows like that. Yeah, it's if, so funny. See, like, in 2004, it's still kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, like, because because it's Canadian, right? Like to me, it's like, oh yeah, I get a lot. Like, like yeah. there's a lot of very Canadianism stuff that happens in the show, but I think a lot of it is just inherently funny too. Yeah. See, I think my earliest exposure to to Canadian shows was Kids in the Hall, right? Like, so I, mm-hmm. I watched Kids in the Hall a lot when I was a kid. Like that, I always loved that show. And I, I recently found it was uh, it was on some channel. I think it was like on, on Pluto TV on some free channel. And I was like, oh, man, Kids in the Hall. I was so excited because um, I feel like you don't see it a lot around uh, as much. But it still holds up, too, by the way, that show. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Kids Kids in the Hall was uh, I feel uh, and, you know, people can grossly correct me on this if they think that I'm wrong. But I don't think I am. 
Um, I feel Kids in the Hall lives in the same headspace as like Monty Python. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. like those guys are just like, like really funny and absurd and all yeah. of that. So like, yeah, Kids in the Hall is like Canadian Monty Python as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, I was watching it with my wife and who had never seen any Kids in the Hall. And she's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I mean, that's that's an appropriate way to describe it, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. First, you don't understand it. And then you realize you don't have to understand it. You don't it. have to understand it. It's just silly nonsense. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really, you know... Um, yeah, no, I, I was I was excited to 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 catch some of that because it had been a long time since I'd really seen any kids in the hall. So and and I mean, like listen, I also tried to tell her too. I was like, there's several famous people in Kids in the Hall like that are still relevant today. You know, like that's oh, yeah. you you know some of the people that were on this, right? So, you know. Yeah, I mean a lot of them have had uh um careers like yeah, you you've seen them on you've seen them on other shows, but the the problem is is like um uh who is it like um David Foley, like he, Foley. He sh- yeah, yeah, Foley. yeah, he, yeah. yeah he, sh- he shows up on a lot of random shows, and uh, um, well, he was in, he was a Monsters yeah. Inc. too, or the or Monsters University, wasn't he? Wasn't he one of the voices in that? I think he was, and, and the yeah. other one, yeah, is uh, Kevin McDonald is the other one that he's yeah. done a lot of voice acting for Disney as yeah. well, which is yeah. yeah. So yeah, I feel like Dave Foley was really the one that broke over to the USA pretty quickly, though, right? Like he was the one that is probably most known. So now that yeah, we've th- just Th- thank you for that tangent, uh, Damon. That was... <laughs> <laughs> I always. And we're we're going to lose Damon a little early today, just because uh, Damon's uh, Damon's got some. I don't know what you want to say. Damon. I just, no, I just had a wisdom tooth pulled. That, yeah, it was it was an interesting story. I you know I went to the dentist and I thought I had all my wisdom teeth pulled when I had only two of them pulled when I was younger. So they're like, well, you know, you have to have that wisdom tooth pulled. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like my wisdom teeth are out, and they're like, "Yeah, no, not so much." <laughs> Gosh, yeah. Um, so they just pulled one, but it was so far back there. Yikes! So oh, anyway, yeah. it just yeah. yeah I, I can think talk I when I was like eighteen. Yeah, I can I can talk now, but like I just can't talk for a long time. It just gets like, you know, so your jaw hurts. gets a little sore, right? Yeah, 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 it's like, yeah, I get it. I yeah. get that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so. Anything else you want to share before we uh, we continue with the episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you did you do the the ambiance thing, uh, Trevor, for, during Thanksgiving? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. We we or not for Thanksgiving. Actually, we watched it just like over the week, and um, there's two of them, and they're both there's really two. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both good. Yeah. Although I preferred the ballroom scene one uh, more than the uh, than the other one, but yeah, the dinner fair. scene, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there's more that goes on in it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So. And, All right, <laughs> we, we'll we'll come around to it later. But um, I did also watch the movie. But we can we can talk about that. Later. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. I would love to hear what your thoughts on the movie were. I, we, I mean, yeah, we could talk about it later if you want. So. All right, so we got a couple listener questions. Uh, Brian on Discord asked a uh, question for you guys for next episode. What does the future of Disney Plus have with dumping content, dramatic cuts to new content? What's going to happen with Disney Plus? I mean, I think the big thing in the near future is that they're going to put all the Hulu stuff on there. So yes, they did cut some of the budget for Disney plus, but they also are adding all the content from Hulu. I, I just think there's going to be a massive amount of consolidation at some point within all of the streaming services. I don't think it's sustainable for us to have, you know, 20 different streaming services like eventually. And, and this why has not? already started to happen a little bit, but, but, but why not? Like, I think that was the whole point, right? Is to keep everything separate. I know they're consolidating, but it just seems stupid. Like yeah, what no, Paramount plus now you can't, 
you, like if you want Showtime, you have to have it through Paramount Plus. Like it's just it's a pain. Like yeah, but whole, before you had to have Showtime separately from they, Showtime that, had its own streaming service. Absolutely, then, but yeah. that was kind of the whole point is allowing people to pick and choose, right? Yeah, like, yeah Otherwise, we're going back to cable. Yeah. Well, we're pretty much already going back there. As it is, I mean, it's still right? cheaper, but you just can't watch everything. I don't know. I liked it when it was easier to pick and choose. I mean, for somebody you know that you know kind of what you want to watch, you could flip between three or four different services in a year and not even have to keep them all the time. Yeah. But now yeah. it's turning into like some messy consolidation. We're going to be back where we were. That You know, I guess it's, it's funny. I, I know you're talking about all the like Hulu consolidation and everything, but you already have it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's already here. So we're just like, uh, like I'm doing exactly what you're talking about. Damon is that we, we yeah. have, we have Netflix, we have Amazon prime with, uh, with an add on called stack TV, which is Canadian specific, but it, it adds a bunch of extra shows to, to prime. And then, um, uh, and then we have Disney plus. So we only have three services that we're, we're paying for, which, yeah, I know like, like it, I think the the thing is is that the the monthly cost around those it's still less than if I was paying for it a is. cable bundle in Canada mm-hmm. like because can't like up here our cable bundles are atrocious yeah, ours, are, ours are up to three hundred and something before we consolidate yeah oh yeah okay yeah so yeah ours are, ours are about the same and and we also get uh, penalized with um, sometimes forced Canadian content which. Um, that like, so, so, you know, like corner gas is good Canadian content. There's a lot of not good Canadian shows out there too. <laughs> well, there's so, a lot of not good shows here too. So. Yeah. yeah but, absolutely. but, but we don't get to pick like, like yeah. so like on cable, they'll be like, oh, we have like on a, on a Canadian TV channel, they'll be like, we have to have X amount of Canadian content. And a lot of times they'll be like late night. So like, if you were like trying to watch TV late at night, it's just like garbage shows that you would never public watch. access yeah. kind of level I shows yeah. i don't watch but, live tv anymore in but, general so but but you know, but sports, back, though, Dan, yeah. right yeah so so back to the to the streaming services it, it's you know we're, we're kind of at that point like like even um like i've i've done what you're talking about is like for a couple of months i would cancel some of our services because i'm like we're n- there's nothing i'm watching on this and then i would start it back up again but i, I know what you're saying that you know it's getting harder because more and more of them are are coming together where it's like kind of forcing you into this Back well you know I, I i have to you know you know i'm subscribed for like one or two shows right yeah where, so, yeah. yeah and that's kind of like what happened with cable tv i feel so yeah yeah true yeah. so I, I think that the other part of this question though is like so, okay so what future you know does disney plus have i, I think it's interesting yeah. the way they went with star wars and i, I think it was it's a little silly. Um, they gave us too much Star Wars at once for no real reason. And I think people are just kind of like, whatever now. Like, I don't understand why we had to have all these series right now. Like, why oh. couldn't we have just tabled some of them? Like, it's just there's too much going on now. And it's a problem. And they could have held these out and then not have it to make new content. Like, Ahsoka, why, why did we need that right now? Why couldn't we have had that a year from now? Like, it didn't mm-hmm. need to be now. Well, but they did the same I mean, thing with Marvel, too. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's what Brian's kind it. of saying, though, is like, with that, with cutting all the new content, are like people going to start canceling? Like, but, you're, you're saying the opposite, that they should be delaying content and they shouldn't. But delaying content and cutting yeah. content are two separate things. Like, we yeah. should have had Ahsoka, but like, we didn't need it right then and there. We didn't need the Mandalorian and, you know, the book 
Boba Fett, like running at the same exact time. Like I get there is some crossover, like, but dude, people have some patience. Like, are we really in that society now where we don't even have have patience? patience? (laughs) Gosh, like, I mean, it's television. It's not, you know, super important. People do have patience if there is actually something to stop them. I think that's the key. Yeah, I, I well, think it was that, a pretty long time between Mandalorian season. What the past two seasons were? There was a pretty decent gap in there. It was like two, three years. That's just that? one. Yeah, show. But I still there's don't other care. The shows point. in there. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> problem is, there's other shows in there. If you gave me just the Mandalorian, I'd be like, oh mm-hmm. snap, okay, cool. Like, but you know, and Ahsoka's good. And then, but like we had that, we had you know the, the Leah crap, the you know Obi Wan. Like we had just too much Star Wars. And it didn't need to be that way because if you had spaced them out, I think they would have done better and they would have spent less money. Like, I, I don't know. It just felt like someone like went all in at a poker table with nothing. But does and, it matter though, Damon, if it's on streaming? I mean, you can watch it anytime. Like you don't have to that, watch it when an account comes out. I, mean, I didn't that, watch that's the Mandalorian. Not the, point, you, you, the, the point is, is that if you're going to have something set up like that, you want people to keep the service because you know stuff is coming. If you put three things at once, they could just binge and be out. Or not care. I think that's where yeah. I'm at. I'm the, the not care portion because there's too much. Yeah, I, I guess. Just, I guess the point. I guess I'm trying to say is like I haven't watched the the new Mandalorian season yet, but I will eventually. And it's there. It's there. It's just but that hurts the company, me, though. You know, he, here's the problem with that too: is that your thinking, Tom, is you know. I'll watch it eventually. Yeah. If there's just a deluge of like, That's hey, true. new show, new show, new show, like it it hits a point where they're like you either like start making a backlog of shows you're going to watch, but then you, then you never get caught up. But you do like I did at Marvel. I just went out. Like yeah, I, I, I think or, they realized yeah. a couple that movies, though, right? Like and then that's I was why like, they're cutting too content. much. Like I, I think that's why they're they've realized though that that's the problem, right? So like that's mm-hmm. why they're cutting back on this stuff, right? But again, there's a difference between cutting, cutting shows, yeah. And then yeah. postponing shows. And yeah, dropping shows. the show entirely is not yeah. good. That That's where the problem comes And that makes in. people mad. Yeah. Because now you've invested in a show for the people that have invested, and then you cut it. Yeah, I, I just think they bought in the Star Wars, tried to make their money back too quickly, and just should have relaxed a little bit. I mean, they have so many other IPs. Like, it was too many shows at once. You know, this is you, – you actually hit this right on the head, Damon – in my opinion, because I, I'm thinking about my my watching habits right now. And for mm-hmm. me, it's like the shows I can think of that I'm like, this was really good and I can't earn. I want more of it is mm-hmm. like, you know, Stranger Things. Like, yeah. I, I know I know it's had ups and downs, but it's like, you know, they pasted at a point where it's like, hey, you know, season five is out there at some point. I will look forward to, to checking that out whenever yeah. it does come around. Mm-hmm. Um my wife and I watch Nancy Drew. That's another one that, you know, they they've it's kind of come at a regular pace. Yep. And we've enjoyed watching it. Um, Alice in Borderland, you watched that I one as well. It. Like, yeah. yeah, like it was they did the first season. We finished the first season. It was like, oh wow, that was really good. And then the second season came, but there was a huge gap in between. Yeah. Like and you, you didn't need it. And you were bad. looking for it though. I think yeah, that's the exactly. big thing. You were excited yeah. by it. And I think the other problem that Star Wars has a little bit of for me is I'm not a huge fan of filling in the gaps as part of your content strategy, right? You want like, a new story. You yeah, don't need like to kind fill of, in the, the gaps. Yeah, like yeah. kind of like Game of Thrones. Like, again, like I, I read the books when they came out, you know, watched the show and that was cool. But like House of Dragons, I was kind of like, dude, I know what happens at the end though. Like, I, I don't need that. 
I, I need new. But that's I think that's a me personal problem because a lot of people tell me that's not the case for them. But for me, like I'm kind of like, all right, well, I know what's gonna happen in Star Wars. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, I love me Rogue One, there. so I, I thought Rogue One was great. So <laughs> yeah, but but it does fall into that same. I know, that but I like highlighting that you know yeah. you you know it's great. Like, I didn't even see Rogue One. That, I, Rogue One was good. I mean, I, I don't but, know. but I know you what could happened. honestly ignore the last five minutes of Rogue One, and it would be a good movie. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, but but I already know what happened. Yeah, but 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 that's not like I, I feel that's the exception to the rule, especially with the Star Wars stuff, because they are like like to your point, Damon. It's like here's the same point in history from like six different angles. Right. But like you keep like, doing that over and over. Eventually yeah. people are going to be like, nah. Yeah. Well, no. and, and that's what's happening. I think is that, that people are just, you know, done with it because yeah, you know, I mean, you, you've seen what? cartoons. Yeah. How many cartoons do we have now? We have the, you know, the new cartoon. Like, There's just so much track. Star Wars out there. Yeah. I, I was kind of done at rebels, honestly, like, like that far back was like, like I was good at that point, and then everything past that, I've been like, uh, I don't, I don't care. Like it, it's just, it's been way too. Mandalorian's much. not bad, but I mean, so I'm, what I'm sure it's have- good. Like I'm not, I'm not saying these are bad shows. I'm just saying I'm at a point where I don't care. Yeah, and then the the other <laughs> stuff that Disney Plus has has coming is mostly stuff that is on Disney, right? So like Primos um, is mm-hmm. coming. Um, Doom Slayer, is that what it's called? I forget. That's coming. There's some shows that I'm really, really interested in, but I mean, I'll watch them on regular television and I don't need to, you know, wait for them to come on Disney plus. I mean, so for yeah, me, because we don't get, yeah, yeah. For you, you do. But yeah. <laughs> for us, I don't, I don't really need that. So, you know, we have Disney plus, for a few shows, but I'm starting to feel like, dude, what do I need Disney plus for? I don't, yeah. I get that. Let's keep moving on here. We got a lot of stuff. To yeah. Talk about. Yeah. We, yeah. This is, this is a huge rabbit hole, but no, th- thank you for the question though. Brian It's very, you know, kind of interesting how we're all in different phases with our, our watching habits on Disney plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going to do one more listener question and I'm, I'm going to pick it out. Cause it's a da- it's a question for Damon and I'm actually interested mm-hmm. in the answer for this. So okay. question for Damon, this is from Sean. Do you have any thoughts of selling your DVC or downsizing? Seems like you've been more interested in non-Disney vacations lately. And with your kids being a little older, it looks it looks like it's getting harder to use your points. Hope you don't take offense. I don't think there's a lot of conversations out there on deciding when to sell unless it's a I'm never going to sell. I've never thought of selling and will never sell. There you go. Yeah, I mean, That's, <laughs> that's it. I mean, answer. I'm going to have grandkids at some point. I'm in a lull and that's fine, but it's still a free vacation. Contracts are paid for. I mean, I, I'll use them to do stuff. I mean, so I think we've decided since we're not going on that cruise, we're just going to do the, was it the wilderness trek, the three hour yeah, the, animal yeah. kingdom jam. Yeah. I think we'll just do that. Um, we'll go down there for a few days. It so will, I'll definitely. probably do four days in a three bedroom. I've just started burning my points at higher bedroom places. <laughs> higher bedroom amounts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now you can do the baller thing because yeah. you don't yeah. have to. Exactly. So, I mean, that's what we've been doing is this burning at like three bedrooms or two bedrooms or things like that. But no, there's, there's no point of selling a DVC contract. Like it does. Why? I mean, unless, unless it's either that or food on the table, you're never going to recoup. You'll never recoup. So it's always going to keep going up. So what's the point? Unless you're totally out altogether of never going ever again. And I mean, I'm going to have grandkids at some point. I mean, my kids still, you know, might use it for when they want to go. So I, I know I've talked about this before, but I have this project where I'm consolidating all my pictures. 
like, and I mean everything. So I've gone through all the hard drives I've ever owned, 170,000 pictures. That was step one. Finally completed that like two weeks ago. Um, it took about a year and a half, you know, something I started during COVID. Cool. Now I'm on to photos, actual photos themselves, right? So I started to, you know, pull out photos and, and scanning them and realized even though I have a super high-end printer um, and scanner all in one, it's not what I need to do photographs, right? So, okay. So I did like a box and was like, all right, I, I need to just go pick up like one of these Epson photo scanners for, you know, like $120 and use that. So anyway, the point was, is I started going through those and, you know, saw all the stuff that I did at Disney, but then saw the trips, like the first trip that me and my wife took before we even had kids at Disney, right? And if my kids wanted to do the same thing, go to Disney without us, they would just take our points. No problem, right? I'd keep my points for that. And then I started seeing, you know, when we went and my grandparents and my parents came with us with my kids, right? It's the same sort of thing. Like I'm going to have grandkids. And even, you know, before then, my kids are probably going to want to take them for maybe their first year when they start working, right? And they don't have a ton of money, but they want to go on vacation. Okay, go to Disney, dude. Like here, here, here's our points. Um, I don't think that there's ever going to be a time that I'm not going to want to have them. But, you know, again, it changes. Like I don't need to go to the parks. You know, we'll go to Animal Kingdom that one day. There's still nothing in the parks that I haven't seen that I need to go see again or see for the first time. I mean, Moana, okay, but I'm not going – a day in the park is 800 bucks for me, right, if I do it one day. I don't – Moana's not $800 worth it for me. Now, if I go to Animal Kingdom to do the, the trek, all right, I got to pay that $800 on top of that. But and you got a park hopper, like – yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still it's still worth that portion of it to do, you know, the that. We're always looking for new things to do. Kind of one of the things that I was kind of been chatting with um Chris and, and his family about is they were just in Dollywood again. And like same sort of thing. Wanna go back to Dollywood next year because of the new hotel, but like I want to do different stuff. Like they have knife making there, they have Zorbing, they have a llama hike. Zorbing? Like have, You're gonna do Zorbing? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Right. <laughs> and then they have a, a llama hike. Like that's all stuff I haven't done before. We'll go do that. Like it's the same sort of thing. There's so much to do at Disney. I don't need to be in the parks. And I think that's people get caught up like that. And as your kids get older, you know, they're not going to want to do that. So, okay, let's do different stuff. There's a lot to do in Orlando and you can stay at Disney and still go there. Like we're talking about, well, maybe we hit SeaWorld for a day or maybe, you know, we do Volcano Bay because we haven't done that yet either. I mean, if I'm going to do Volcano Bay, I don't need to get into Universal early. If I'm just going to do that, I'm going to stay at Disney. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm never getting rid of mine. There's just no point because you'll never yeah, recoup. I, I feel a lot of people really do underestimate the power of having – like you said, just, you know, a hotel room that's just always there. Like, and always like, nice. Yeah. That, that you're not, that you're not paying for, right? Like, yeah. or, or not, not in the typical sense. Like, like, Correct. you know, it's, it's, yeah, you know, we pay our, our yearly dues and stuff, but you know, whatever it's, it's, and they're, it's they're a huge benefit that, you know, like you said, I don't know why, like, even if I wasn't going every year, I don't know why I would ever get rid of my points. <laughs> there's again, I think there's two reasons that you would get rid of your points. Like you need the money and that's just the only way to survive, right? Mm-hmm. Or you just like you're fully 100% done with Florida and Disney. And that just is, seems weird. Because even if I never wanted to go to the parks again, I still wouldn't get rid of it. 
because there's still so much to do in Orlando and only more coming. Like, let's just say I want to do, um, you know, a mini golf tour of Orlando. Because again, oh, when I retire, yeah, I told you that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm I mean, touring the you, country. You could spend, <laughs> you know, weeks doing that. Yeah. <laughs> with a free hotel in theory, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Free-ish, let's call it. But I mean, yeah. anyone that starts looking at hotel prices realizes that like your dues are irrelevant when it comes to actually booking a hotel. So yeah, yeah the, never, the fact never that your that. dues hardly ever change and the hotel prices are just, you know, going crazy. Again, like you said, why would I ever give that up? No. Like, like you said, you're right. Unless you need to, like, like if something happens and you need to, that's fair. Yep. But why would I give that up if I, you know, it, when everyone else is paying, like, you, you know, I, I use the poly as my, my baseline for this is, you know, if I wanted to stay there, it's $800 a night right now. Yeah. Yep. Like, you know, where, where am I going that, you know, like, I know you can get stuff as low as like a hundred or $200, but like you said, you're not getting that like really good room. Why, why would I give up the like cheapest room possible I can get that is an $800 room? Absolutely. Right. Like, like it doesn't make sense, but no. yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's move, let's move on here. Um, we'll, we'll save some questions for next week. So and we, we got some other things to talk about. So, um, you know, we, we've got a lot of people that have been, you know, wondering about these cabins at Fort Wilderness. We talked, I think last week or two weeks ago that they filed a permit. Uh, now they have re, uh, actually submitted the timeshare, uh, you know, uh, what is it, application, I guess. <laughs> yeah, with the state of Florida to sell um, to sell these the contracts at these at this resort. So um, and this is from DVC News. Uh, they are saying that it's going to be they applied for eighteen thousand eight hundred seventy six timeshare weeks, which suggests the maximum number of cabins is going to be three hundred and sixty three. So they currently have 365. So I don't know why I don't know if they're just going to leave two cabins or what, but <laughs> well, well, it's funny because they have, they point out that there's the two cabins that are on loop 100, which is like right by the dock, right by the dock. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe those will be, maybe there's something special or maybe they're, they're going to be, maybe just going to leave them. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're going to be something separate, like, like, or, or I guess maybe the, like a premium thing. So maybe that maybe they'll submit that one separately because those will be like a premium rate where these are yeah. like the standard ones. Yeah, maybe that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, I mean, not, not a lot to talk about here, but they said uh, recent projects is, have seen Disney applying for the license eight to nine months before sales commence. So, um, you know, what's it now? Uh, so like t- summer next year, we'll, they'll probably start selling these contracts. It seems like. Kind of makes sense because that'll yeah. be when like the hype kind of dies down from the Disneyland Tower and, and the Poly be... Tower. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because the Poly Tower is not going to be done. That's true. Then, the Poly right? Tower. They're going to be selling this the same time as the Poly Tower. Yeah. You know what? Though I feel like in in some ways they appeal to a different audience, right? Like, they do. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I, I'm sure they'll get different people doing different things here. So, um, but yeah. So that's that's an interesting piece of news. And the other piece of DVC news is that. Uh, randomly, DVC decided to uh, add another um, uh, uh, Moonlight Magic date for December, which, you know, they've done this before. This is not this is not a new thing. They've done this a couple times. Um, but this is going to be December 13th at Animal Kingdom. Uh, so, of course, this is a blue card only event. So, you know, if you have a blue card, you can do this. Um, and they're going to have registration starting. Where does that say that? Oh, uh, the first registration will start on November 26th. 
Uh, oh no, that's I'm sorry. That's they have to be on the reservation by November 26th, right? Yeah. Um, and then the general registration will take place on December 5th. So that's only like a week. Wow, that's they're not giving that a lot of time. Also, they're not. Um, I, I know you said it's for blue card members only. I, you know, I, I feel like we're we're moving past the point where people know what blue cards are. Like well, if we have new listeners digital now. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> yeah. so blue card means direct buy. So, so if you, if you bought directly from Disney, you qualify for Moonlight Magic. If you bought it through resale, you don't get access to this. Exactly. So. Exactly. So anybody that's going, uh, it's going to be in the, you know, animal kingdom or going to be at the parks on the 13th of December. Uh, I know there was a thread going on in the group about who was going to be there in late December. So, uh, you know, I don't know if some of those people are going to be able to take, take advantage of this or not, but, uh, you know, I think it's good news for those folks. So be very curious to see. Cause uh, I mean, I'm glad that the, I'm glad that at least the events are coming back, even if they're not like giving a ton of warning, it's nice. Like, like to me that, that makes me hopeful that, you know, in February, maybe the week I'm there, they'll announce a moonlight magic event. That would but, be nice. Yeah, yeah. That would be nice. Uh, so big news. Yeah. Your trip will get canceled. <laughs> no, it won't get canceled this time. You're going to February. You're good. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you've had such bad luck the past couple trips. Moon, it, well, Moonlight Magic, it, like I've had it twice now, just blow up on me. So yeah, yeah. That <laughs> yeah. hopefully that doesn't happen again. Third time's a charm. <laughs> yeah. So the other big news of the week, though, is that all day park hopper access is coming back. So uh, it seems like Disney's decided that everything is happening on January 9th. <laughs> yeah, that, so, that's like the flip day for when they're turning off. Yeah, that's Stuff. when Christmas <laughs> turned off. Yeah, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah. that's when normalness gets back into the parks, right? So, yeah. but then they flipped the switch over, and then Park Hopper Access, which had been limited to after 2 p.m. each day, will now be back to all day. So, you could pop into Epcot, do Moana, and Dude, then go over to This is a huge thing. Yeah, totally. Big. Yep. Yeah. A definitely a huge thing um so you know because it's been a while now so since they they had this i mean they change it for annual pass holders right but um but yeah it's this is this is going to be a big thing and so the on uh january 9th all day pa- park hoppers are back no more theme park reservations as of uh, january 9th and also dining plans return on january 9th so january 9th is a big day <laughs> also a, should- just call it back to normal day they should just call it back to back to the old way <laughs> right? Should probably mention too that they, they did kind of slide in a, a little bit of a dirty with this. Um, oh, the increase in prices is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They raised annual pass prices the same day that they're doing this, or, or they, at they, the same they, time. Sorry, annual pass prices have already increased, but they did at the same time that they announced this. So it was yeah. like, hey, we're upping the the cost of annual passes, but you get all this stuff back. Which, yeah, you know, you know, I don't really care about the annual passes right now and and it's a normal thing you know they raise the prices of them regularly throughout the year so um not too big of a deal but it's kind of funny that they like very strategically slid that <laughs> under with, with like like the like the the park hopper thing is like damon said it's huge it's yeah, it's, a big- it's a it's a big thing like like for me that that suddenly makes hollywood studios a much more appealing park because for me hollywood studios is still very much a half day park i get it like like there's like i i want to go i want to ride rise because i haven't done that yet i want to get on mickey you know maybe do rock and roller coaster and tower terror and then i'm off to epcot like yeah yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. So, no, it, it, yeah. it definitely is a huge deal that they're bringing that back. I'm I'm glad that they're finally doing it. It's it's um you know yeah like you said it's a big deal for sure. 
Um, and I mean, it's just part of, of Disney getting back to where they were, right? Getting back to normal, getting, you know, really reversing a lot of the changes that happened over the past three years um, and getting back to where they were, you know, 2019, if you showed up in the parks. Yeah, so. and, I th- and I think the uh, the sliding in the annual pass stuff at the same time, I think that's they're very much being careful about their perception right yeah. now. Like, well, and they, they also increase sure. parking prices, too, by the yeah. way. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. That, too. So so they're being very careful about not putting too much negative stuff out. Or if, it, yeah. if they can, they hide it behind, you know, more positive <laughs> announcements like this. I do think it's funny, though, that people get mad about the parking being increased when basically now they have the same parking costs as Universal and SeaWorld, right? Like, they were actually cheaper than Universal and SeaWorld, and now they're just equal with them. Like, no one was outraged about Universal mm-hmm. and SeaWorld costing $30 or whatever it was. I think it was 30 bucks. But um, I mean, yeah. it's to me, it's not a big deal as long as the parking lot stays intact, which they do. Like, you you can see that they maintain the parking lots. So, yeah, yeah. Like, like that. that's kind of the thing is it's like, you know, people use these parking lots every day and who's paying for security and yeah. all the people that yeah. leave you in and all yeah, that security stuff. maintenance all that kind of stuff and you can say well that you know tack it onto the 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 cost of the the theme park ticket but then though for, for the people that don't use it yeah and, and that goes up even more and, and yeah I, that's exactly right too you know i don't even go there with a car so for me like the parking lots are irrelevant because i don't ever drive a car when i'm down there yeah but yeah. i'm if I had to, I would, you know, I'm not going to gripe about having to pay for parking, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, but also, I, I, you know, as DVC members, we don't have to pay for parking. Don't have to worry anyway, about that <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go ahead and do our ad. We're trying yeah. to keep this to be a shorter episode today. So let's go ahead and do our ad. Uh, yeah, this week we have DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company that is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market where over 90% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2022, DVC Resale Market helped over 4,400 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresalemarket.com slash welcome home or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Damon, I see you added the last minute topic. You you had sent it to me and I forgot to add it to add this. So that, this is my point. I just I felt like there was some interesting stuff in here at least. Maybe. So this is the Disney one hundred uh, merchandise, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So it just was a list of kind of all the things that were coming out from a bunch of different random places, I feel like. I mean, it's it's a little bit of a mess, but I'll tell you that Citizen Disney Watch is kind of cool. At that too. That yeah, is I mean that's nice. kind of neat. The sculptures are ridiculous, but I mean, they're pretty neat as well. I mean, there's just, there's a lot on, on here. It was on D23's webpage. So you see there's a lot of collector's edition things, but then there's also just a bunch of, you know, regular things. But I think some of these statues are, are pretty darn cool. The the Mickey Sorcerer ones. Oh, yeah. Wow. Really cool. How much is that going to cost? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When they don't list prices, it doesn't seem like that's a good thing. But, yeah. I mean, there's the Disney 100 coffee blend, Lego stuff. But I think the lounge fly stuff is a little over the top. Oh, wait. Um, you can click on the link there and you can see. Hold on. So, oh, wait. It's only $40 for that Mickey one? That's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. Fifty dollars for the Aladdin and Jasmine one, a hundred and sixty for this Monsters Inc. one. 
So yeah, like I mean, these spot. are actually pretty affordable. I thought these were going to be more expensive. Yeah, we got the Pandora stuff, which everyone loves. I like the Rockham socks. I think I, I was going to say that those Mister Toad socks are yeah. fantastic. I love those. And and kind of based with this again, this other project that I'm doing. So with all these pictures that I've gotten, you know, what I did is I replaced everything in the house with uh, fire cubes or, or fire sticks, just so then I could use that as my screensaver. You know, this this Disney Samsung, the frame, you know, Samsung, there is a Disney 100 edition, which I mean, I don't think I need that. But the frame Samsung is kind of cool. Like, I wouldn't mind that as a TV now to kind of do that. But the sand cloud stuff, I kind of like in general. So these are towels. Um, they're made from organic cotton. And they're, they're pretty good. We have one already. There's um, some Disney 100 year stuff from them as well. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Those those look really yeah. nice. I, I like I like those. Just to go back, Damon, though, like that watch. I'm not a gold watch guy, but that watch is pretty cool. It is pretty cool, and yeah. I also like the art below it too. I, I'd actually I could see myself hanging up this Mickey one, uh, the silver Mickey one. I, I'm, okay. I, I'm like I mean, one. not not definitely my vibe, but it's it's neat. Yeah, no, I'm, you know, I like the the other one, the the broom one better, but that's just me. I don't know oh, what this five hundred ninety five dollars. No, well, I don't understand what this <laughs> other one. Who, who is riding this train? Is that Walt? It's Walt, yeah, because he was really yeah. into the small. Trains. Yeah, that does doesn't look good. Sorry. Yeah, I, I listen. That 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 uh that Mickey one I'm talking about is almost six hundred dollars. Um, and I and so is the March of the Brooms. Now the Walt one is only one hundred fifty. So oh wait, it's only six hundred dollars because it's signed. The unsigned is one hundred fifty dollars. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> so oh, there's a steampunk Mickey. That's cool. That's not even on here. But um, anyway, uh, so yeah, no, there's some cool stuff on here, Damon. I'm I'm sorry, I sorry, I missed this. There's some there's some really neat yeah. merch. Uh, I'll say I so weirdly I have ignored Pandora stuff for a long time. <laughs> But um, so so coincidentally, over Thanksgiving this last weekend, um, um, I was talking with my mom and my mom found she has she had an old charm bracelet that that she found that she she'd forgotten about it. And I actually remembered it from when I was a kid and she was like she was wearing it and she was showing it off. And now I'm actually like looking at these Pandora things going, oh, you know, maybe, you know, this might be something I could uh, possibly get for my mom for a birthday or something. Yeah. Or just weird random like I I would normally just scroll past this stuff and now I'm like thinking about it. <laughs> I also have to say Trevor, I was looking at this uh 100th anniversary phone case and I was like, "Oh, I'd buy this for my wife. My wife would love this." And I was like, iPhone only again. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I I don't I don't like that at all. I wish I, I wish they would expand on the uh phone cases a little bit more. Like listen, I get it. Like there are people on the Disney board, like Apple and Disney have a very close relationship. I get it. It's just annoying. (laughs) I don't know. Most of the world is not on Apple, but I get it. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. It's, it is what it is, Trevor. You're you're preaching to the choir on that one. Yeah. (laughs) So no, these are, these are really cool items. I I actually too, really, I really like this. um, I, I was really into trains when I was a kid and this, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this uh, really cool, like vintage toy that they're selling too. The uh, of the the little um, the or the mine car hand car thing the hand car yeah. yeah yeah and if I saw a train sets floating around I would still love to buy that although it's two hundred dollars but it's I just love the cool very old style of this that they're they're making it look like it was like made through like the manufacturing techniques of the time of, from the nineteen thirties you know yeah but uh, yeah that's that's not a play with your train set kind of 
Well, no. If it was two hundred dollars, <laughs> you, yeah, you're not going to actually attach that to a train uh, and and make it go around, right? Like that's that's a bad. I, idea. I'm just envisioning you like like with like a wooden train set, just like and a little mm, conductor like, hat on. Yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. My so funny enough, my my dad used to have a gigantic train set in our basement back when we had a basement that was mm-hmm. like, you know multiple tracks with mountains and lakes and you know all sorts of cool stuff. But he hasn't had a basement in a long time, so all that stuff's been kind of just sitting in storage. But I I, I love trains. I'm, I'm a big train guy. So so anyway, anything else in here we want to talk about? No, I'm good. Okay, we're good. We're good. I, I this, you know, we might have lost Damon at this point. I know we, we might have. I don't know. He might yeah. still be there. Who knows? Um, but I know he said he could probably only last about a half hour. So he he gave us longer than he said he could. So yeah, appreciate it, Damon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's go talk about uh, this new mural for Tiana's Bayou. I love when they do these murals, and you know, I think one of mm-hmm. the big criticisms of uh, of Toy Story Land that was like a lot of this stuff was. Uh, like, you know, they use like, you know, not hand painted stuff. They use like a lot of like the uh, like, you know, almost wallpaper kind of stuff. And it, it which is kind of falls apart, you know? Yeah. And and this is I love these hand painted murals that they do because it's so much harder, first of all, for people to destroy them. Um, but, you know, they just look so much cooler to me. Well, yeah. And and I feel like, um, you know, kind of like similar uh, uh, how, you know, Damon had that woodworking done. For oh yes, yeah. family like yeah. and and the so the reason or for anyone who doesn't know he he had this really cool um wood carving done and it was done by a student of uh a gentleman who does wood carvings for disney he he's not like he's contracted by disney but like if you if you go to disneyland and you see like the winnie the pooh ride like the the um the wooden um entry sign to that ride was done by him hand carved yeah, hand carved. Uh, so stuff like this, um, this this sets itself up to become uh, an iconic part of the ride. Which, like, like, like to your point, is yeah, th- this feels a lot more genuine and a lot more important than like, oh, you know, we made, you know, we we did like, you know, some computer, and not to say you know, computer generated stuff is is bad because there is art to that as well, but. You know, when it looked like you said, when it looks like a wallpaper, it looks like something that was, you know, quickly manufactured. You like that comes out in the feel of the area when it's hand painted like this. Um, yeah, I, I feel like this is this mural. I can see this becoming like you'll see this on T-shirts. A photo spot, too. Yeah, like one yeah, of the yeah, it'll be a photo spot. Photo it'll spots, it'll yeah. be like it'll be on T-shirts. It'll be and and, and I think it's very awesome that they uh you know they 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 took um an artist that is from from, from new orleans yeah new orleans yeah and yeah. so so they're you know they're showcasing uh somebody who is you know from the area that the ride is based on which is just like just fantastic that they're that's, doing that so that's to me has always been the disney difference with things right it's that kind of detail is they didn't just get i mean they disney's got plenty of painters on staff that could paint a mural but they went and they got somebody that's from New Orleans that understands the art style and and they did a, a search for a, a specific artist to do this. Like that's that to me is the Disney difference and stuff, right? Like even you, yeah. most people will never know that that was what it was, but who it it just brings a level of authenticity to it. But it it's the kind of the same thing as like nobody knew who Mary Blair was yeah, when true. Small World and stuff was being done, but now yeah, it's exactly. like. You know who Mary Blair is. You know, like if you walk yeah. into the contemporary, you see Mary Blair's work in there. Like, yeah, 
and her inability, inability to count how many legs a goat should have. So, um. well, I mean, she she actually had very poor eyesight. She had poor eyesight. Yeah, that's yeah. Give her that because because yeah. and that's why her art style worked was that she was very focused on you know color blocking and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, again, you know, you know, I, we wouldn't know this stuff about her if she didn't do it in the first place. So, you know, the fact that they've got uh, you know an artist doing this over Tiana's I, like. This is um, as much as people love to reminisce or, or get stuck in nostalgia because this, like this is replacing Splash Mountain, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like everyone has like Splash Mountain ingrained in their head, even like I do. Like I, like I hear the music and I'm just like, oh, I'm thinking about the ride. And I realize that like the next time I go, that's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. And it's going to be something new. And that new thing has to have it has to have the same impact as the thing that was there before or else they're like, it's going to, it's not going to, the ride's not going to become endearing the same way that Splash Mountain did. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. And it's things like this that matter. Like like it, it's, it's very good that they're highlighting it and they're making sure that, that people see this. And and I love that. um, Like the way the mural is done is it's like, it shows the music and the food and like, like all that stuff that is very landscape and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very like very much a part of like Tiana and princess and the frog and all that, if you've watched it. So yeah. 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 And also this is, and so just for those that don't know, these murals are, look like they're going to be in the queue leading up to the attraction. So part of this is, um, and they, they actually said this, this is part of how they're introducing guests to the story of Tiana's Bayou Adventure. So that's that's really the the murals are kind of a critical part on setting the stage before you actually get on the ride. So yeah. This is cool. I I, I love yeah. stuff like this, you know? <laughs> and and I love that I love that it's colorful. Yeah. I love that they're cool. not that they're not afraid to put some color back into things. Cause I, I feel like sometimes like modern modern um like design and whatnot it, it feels like people hate color some days yeah no i get that and and, and you know this is very like new orleans which is very colorful so <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. exactly yeah. uh so next thing here and neither one of us are real big nightmare before christmas uh fans right but uh there's some no, new merch really. that's coming out there's some cool things in here more citizen watches uh i i like the costume the jack skellington costume is pretty cool uh for a kid yep. So are these pajamas? Yeah, it looks like a pajama set. Yeah, looks the like pajamas are pretty cool. Yeah. Even though I'm not into it, I don't like dislike it. It's just not my yeah. thing, really. I, you know, I, I would not wear this around the house for. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do it's have to say the vibe. the vinyl soundtracks though are very cool. The design on the vinyl is. Oh yeah, is yeah, awesome. those are cool. Yeah, yeah. Like there's like this really cool. I'll I'll post a picture on it. And of it, course, the oh, it's there. um. What is that called when uh um. Oh, I'm forgetting where you 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 put a, an image on. Oh, it's going to be like when, animated when it's yeah yeah right? yeah when yeah. it rotates it it'll be animated. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh, it says zoetrope. Zoetrope. Uh, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, I was I was like it's some weird word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. So the the record looks like a zoetrope. Yeah. That's cool. That is actually really cool. Um. Yeah. So if you're into vinyl, that's a good option for you, right? Uh, I'm trying to see what else is in here that's catching my eye. Not really much else. I think I, lots I, of toys and what I do what have to say the 13 foot animated toys. Jack Skellington you can put in your front yard is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, they're selling that at Home Depot right now. Are they for three hundred and ninety nine dollars? 
13 foot anime. Uh, well, have you seen the video of it, Trevor? Because it's no. like it's like mouth moves and everything. It's like it it's like legit. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's, I don't know. Okay, that that doesn't work up here. <laughs> it's, you're what you, going what? What do you mean? What do you mean um, it doesn't work up there? So the problem is, with, like, we people love putting stuff on their lawns up here, but it's hit or miss whether or not it snows before. Halloween. Oh, yeah. That's and when it when it gets cold enough, anything that has like movement to it. And I've 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 fallen prey to this myself where I bought things. That I'm like, oh, this is a cool thing I'll put on my lawn. And, you know, you know, like Christmas lawn decorations and they move and they last for like a season. And then the next season they don't work anymore because yeah. they got cold and brittle. And yeah. So, yeah, th- I, I'm I'm. Not so thrilled by like, oh, it's a big animated thirteen foot Jack Skellington. I'm like, yeah, that's that's. I thought it was pass. pretty cool. I mean, it's mouth I mean, moves, yeah, the talks. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it looks great in the store. I would never buy it. Yeah, no, I, I'm not going to spend four hundred dollars <laughs> on a on a, any sort of decoration for anything. I don't even think I spent that much on my Christmas tree. Like, you know, yeah. like yeah, I'm it, not going to spend that much on that. Yeah. I don't even have anywhere to put a thirteen foot figure. Like, who? Where do you store that? I don't even uh, know. I guess I don't know how much you have to like Nightmare Before Christmas to do this too. Like it level, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, since Damon's not here anywhere, we can talk about some food, Trevor. All right, cool. Uh, So we've got some new food over in Animal Kingdom. Uh, So when Damon takes his little trip over there, we can uh, he can have some more. I'm already uh, looking at this stuffed pancake sandwich. Uh, That's I love breakfast. I've talked about this before. Breakfast is my favorite. Uh, so if you scroll down here, you can see this stuffed pancake sandwich filled with sausage, guava paste, egg, and cheese. It, I don't know looks, how I feel about the guava paste, but it sounds good, actually. Looks like an egg McMuffin kind of thing, but it, but that's made of pancake. It's yeah, it's made of pancake. Me, yeah. yeah. And it almost looks like a mini that's, quiche in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Yeah, 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 it's like a mini quiche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guava paste is an interesting choice. Choice, I, but I guess is sweet that little bit of yeah, yeah. That sweet and savory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm on board with that. All right. What else we got here? So there's a couple new things. I just skipped completely over all this stuff at Harambe Market. Uh, <laughs> there's a chicken chicken and shrimp bowl, a chicken rice bowl, and it looks like a beef and lamb pita. So oh, and also an impossible version of the that beef and lamb uh pita so that's good too for those uh vegetarians out there these are all at harambe you're looking yeah at harambe which i've gotten food there from before and it's actually really good um it's a it's a good quick service uh to grab a you know Mm. grab a quick bite um oh wait you know what's weird i'm never over in that area when i'm hungry yeah i mean that no that makes sense yeah, and I mean, there's I know, a lot of good. Weird, but it's no, like, but there's a lot of good options at Animal Kingdom, though, too, right? Like, yeah, you know, that's the that, problem. That's, you're right. That that is absolutely the problem. Is that we we have like like we love going to Flame Tree for lunch because we do it's yeah. Flame Tree, but um, like like there's like Yak and Yeti and stuff that uh, yeah. like like it's yeah, it's hard. Honestly, Animal Kingdom kind of has the same problem as Epcot sometimes, where it's like yeah. there's too much good food. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I, I there yeah. is. I mean, there's yeah. there's few. I mean, I'll even eat at like you know restaurant Asaurus over there. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll eat anywhere at Animal Kingdom. There's, but I mean, mm-hmm. that's probably on the lowest end of the totem pole. I'm gonna go to Flame Tree, you know, a lot, and you know, Satuli's too. We forgot about that. Satuli's Canteen too. That place is great food. So, um, yeah. So okay, some we, more breakfast stuff. This one yeah. over at the uh kusafiri 
coffee shop and bakery. I yeah. don't I don't remember it's ever scary. saying that word before. Um, bacon, egg, and cheese croissant with tomato, pepper, relish. Okay, you, you had me into yeah. the, the relish, but you know, pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. We got some breakfast tachos with egg, bacon, and cheese. Although I don't know what this white stuff is floating around on there. I'm I'm confused by that. But is that I, I is that the egg? No, no, because the eggs are scrambled. Like, is that what is that? Bacon and cheese. Yeah, it just says eggs, bacon, and cheese. What's what's the other part that's on there? <laughs> oh, um, potato. Oh, potato barrels. No potato. No, I meant the white things. Oh, those are cheese curds. Those are cheese curds. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's potato barrels, barrel, scrambled eggs, nacho cheese sauce, cheese curds, and crumbled bacon. Uh, I would eat that. Okay. I'd eat that. I like a good a good uh, tacho. That's a <laughs> lot. Hmm, dang. No? Would, it's a lot of cheese. What about the harissa chicken wrap? That looks delicious. Yeah, that that's that's more my speed, I think. Yeah, except yeah. they put avocado in it, so of course they ruined it mm. for me. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can... I can get through avocado. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this cinnamon roll. Whew. You know what though? I, cinnamon roll? I that's a that cinnamon like, roll. It looks like a, it's I, like a cinnamon roll muffin. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought that was a muffin. Like, whoa. Yeah, that's that it's a cinnamon roll muffin, which it's probably easier to eat, right? Like and, and this is at Pandora. <laughs> which I guess is it, yeah. Kind of funny. <laughs> I do have to say every time those little pearls are on something, I like eating them, but I also feel like my teeth are going to crack when I bite down on one of them. <laughs> is, it, is it sugar or teeth? Yeah, I'm not it's, sure. it's so hard, man. Like yeah. you just bite down and you're like, oh, I was like, ah, my teeth going to crack. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, oh, we were just talking about Flame Tree. Yeah. So they've got some new items. They have impossible burnt ends. It's funny. I went for barbecue last night at our favorite barbecue place, and my dad got burnt ends, and uh, I don't think he had gotten them before. And he was he was all about the burnt ends. He was he was very excited about the burnt ends. Um, but oh, and then do you French, feel do you feel impossible burnt ends or would uh, live up don't to look it, bad though? though? I mean, they're not gonna uh, they're not gonna stack up though, right? Like it's not the same. Yeah, I feel like. But but I know this next one you're looking at that. Oh, I, like please. French fries with pulled pork and cheese. How is how is this not on the menu before? I don't know. I just like I want to eat it though. I want to eat it like, from the screen right now. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm just like, yeah, of course. Like, why yeah. would you not put like you know, you know, pulled pork on fries and just put a layer of cheese on top with that barbecue sauce too? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. that they're not even attempting to call it poutine. No, yeah, you, you would have been you would have been outraged <laughs> if they called that poutine. <laughs> I, I would have rolled my eyes, but I still would have ordered it. And <laughs> Outraged. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fine, whatever. It's more, <laughs> more plant-based dishes. So Pizza yeah. Fari is going to have a plant-based Italian sausage to try. That actually looks really good. Yeah, that picture looks delicious. I've heard the I've heard the plant-based sausages are actually pretty I, good. I yeah. don't mind plant-based um, yeah. meats, like yeah. like the or the 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 fake meat. Yes, yeah. you know, because. And and it's not that I'm like trying to to go vegan or anything. It's it's honestly that I feel like sometimes they flavor those things better than like the equivalent burger. Or I guess like like you know the, the, they'll do more effort to like add like spices and stuff to it, which I prefer. So yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, I'll, I'll try an impossible whatever because I just think it tastes good. It's not that I'm like you know hunting for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so we only got a couple minutes left here. So let's yeah. jump to the World of Frozen uh, food that is coming out. The foodie guide to the World of Frozen. I figured you'd be especially interested in this because the Asian parks always have the coolest food, right? Mm-hmm. So 
yeah, always have the most interesting food, I should say, I guess. But well, th- so far, it's not looking very promising to you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't Except- know. I like this this chicken roll stuffed with ham and cheese with sautéed vegetables and a mustard cream sauce. That looks pretty tasty. Yeah, I, I'm already down at the fondue because they sell fondue. Like they have a whole fondue set. Look uh, at that! I like fondue. Oh, and it, it, it looks doing like the chocolate candy. thing, the line, the chocolate yeah, line the chocolate, from yeah. the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, that's crazy. Um. <laughs> what about this? Uh, what, what the the fondue thing is crazy? Yeah, yeah. The fondue thing is that that's throwing me off a little because it just seems a little excessive. But I <laughs> I could also see like like you said, yeah, Asian parks can do crazy stuff like that. They do weird stuff. Yeah, they do crazy yeah. stuff. Uh, I mean, the, all this these Olaf things here are pretty cool. So this Olaf, uh, I don't know if that's the cupcake or I don't know. Tell yeah, because that doesn't look like a cupcake it, or a carrot. It's carrot like a, and dried fruit cake with creamy frosting. I think that's that's it. Yeah, they're calling that a cupcake, but it's really just like a mini cake. Yeah, it's a mini cake. Yeah, yeah. It's not a. Yeah. It's it's different. But then you have what is wait? How do you even say that word? Olaf snowflake smoltringer. Yeah, what is that? It looks like two donuts stacked on top of it one does. another. <laughs> yeah, smoltringers, smolt, smoltringers are Norwegian donuts. Okay, oh, I learned okay. a new word today. Look at that. Hey. <laughs> Yay. We, we learned another way to say donuts. Yeah, <laughs> just another way to say it. That, um, that's needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got some cake pops going on here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, kind of standard. Honestly, this is not looking. Yeah, there's nothing really crazy on this one. Yeah, yeah. They except what is this hot dog? That's that's branded with world. Medicine. Is that what you're <laughs> looking at? Yeah. Hot dog, yeah. Yeah. The branded Bird. hot dog. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't really know if I need my, my hot dog. Not branded. Sausage platter. That, that, that's the, the gourmet fair, box, I think. Right. No. Force fair gourmet gourmet box. Whoa. This. Okay. <laughs> Crab stick and corn salad, chicken bun with cheese and tomato sauce and a crepe with blueberry and coconut. So it's not even a hot dog. Cream. It's a chicken bun. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> And, and then, okay, all right. So yeah, it's like it's a bento box, is what it is. Yeah, so it's, it's a little bento it's, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, yeah, so so they got like a crab, crab and corn salad. Yeah, the, yeah. The chicken chicken bun with cheese and tomato sauce. So so that's like an Italian. Yeah, kind of. Like it's like a hot dog bun that you tried to make into a pizza. Okay, I mean, it sounds not and then, terrible. And then, I guess. I mean, and then branded with. Yeah, with a, they with just a took a brand, <laughs> World of Frozen brand, and smacked it on the side of it. Okay, all right, that that was worth the price of entry. There you go. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, you go. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. I mean, there's some interesting looking things up here, but it's not like the yeah. normal, really off the wall stuff. But besides yeah. that, the branded uh, chicken bun or whatever the heck that is. <laughs> You know, you know, that's actually a good way to um, add that uniqueness to things without costing a ton of money, right? Like, yeah, because because you know, some of the stuff it's like you know they have to like shape it or like do some like crazy production. That's just a very quick like you know, bam, here's the logo on it, and you know, I'm I'm not even mad about that. Like, it's yeah, it's it's something I, I feel like again, you know, they could bring that stuff over to the states, and you know, I would I wouldn't care that my hot dog has got you know like mickey mouse branded across the side of it like i i feel yeah. like if i was yeah. i i feel that if i was to buy that here i would feel a little better about it because sometimes it feels like you know you buy like food in the parks and you're like wow i'm paying like 
a lot of money for something that I could get at the mall. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm again, it's not, not to all buy stuff those like, kinds of things. Yeah, <laughs> true. But but I mean, or I guess you're gonna feel it more. Or, or I guess me, I, I guess it depends on your daughter. Because like when my son was was younger, um, he was like we he was pretty good about trying different things. But like when we were traveling, it was like, oh, do they have chicken strips? Like like it was like chicken strips all day kind of thing was what he would eat. Which, you know, thankfully you can find pretty much everywhere, but it, after a while it was like, you know, I'm paying a lot of money for like chicken strips I could make at home. Yeah. Kind yeah. of thing. Right. Like. Yeah. You're paying for convenience yeah. though, right? Cause you're there and you know. It's, yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, you're right. It, it is the convenience, but it's, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, if they, if they could put that little extra like flair on it that, you know, that Disney thing, it's. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, that just, like, makes me go, like, oh, you know, it's worth the price of admission. But, you know, that little bit of extra effort does make a difference, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I know really quickly here, Trevor, we are mm-hmm. at an hour, and I, I promised my wife I would stick to an hour today. And she didn't believe me, but – and she's still right because we're going over an hour. Uh, <laughs> hey, I tried to stop there, but you continued. So, you know what? Yeah. You're right. It's my fault. I'm, you know, let's yeah. I, we, I know we wanted mm-hmm. to talk about one more thing, and that was yeah. the droid testing that they were doing over at Disneyland uh, yes. in Galaxy's Edge. Um, and I, I, I did watch the video, Trevor. So first of all, I want to say the I'm reading this article on Deadline, and the, the headline is – Disneyland unveils test droids roaming the theme park dash. Will this end well? And I think that's a good, a good headline for this. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. Because part of this, I'm looking at it and, and, you know, they're talking about this too, right? So they're, they're saying they're droids in training to interact with guests. They're saying that they can learn, they can emote, they can learn how to dance. They can get angry and their eyes turn red. They can walk on terrain. They can balance like, and if you see the video, these guys are like, like, I, I you probably wouldn't call they're, them bipedal robots, but they're yeah, they're chicken droids is what yeah. I what I yeah. call them because they, they 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 walk like little chickens, but yeah, they kind of do and, yeah. And then my, my wife said like their heads reminded her of um, Johnny Five. If you ever saw, they that do movie. have a Johnny Five vibe to them. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah, they do. They're I mean they're cute and they're cool. Yeah, but. I don't want to get excited about this because we, they've gotten us excited about this kind of stuff before, and then it just doesn't pan out. Like they just don't do it. But but this is, I guess, the first time that we've seen it actually like they they had cast members like testing them in the park, which, again, doesn't mean that it's going to happen. But I feel that's pretty far down the the line of exploration that it does give me hope that, you know, maybe this version won't pan out. You're right. Like, like, yeah, you know, I I feel like those guys are a little they're a little small, like, you know, they, they draw enough attention that people will stop and, you know, not walk into them and stuff like that but you know we've talked about this before is you know you know what what happens the first time a kid tries to ride one of these things yeah or, or tries to pick it up or, 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 or yeah you know yeah. kick it or yeah right like like I, I guess but i guess that's part of the testing is you know they have to see how these things will shape up in a real well and they, they have costume right? cast members walking around with them right so like yeah you know yeah they're not unsupervised the ca- yeah. yeah. And I mean, they could do it theoretically where they, you know, it's like the costume cast members walking around as a character in Galaxy's Edge as a as a resident of Galaxy's Edge. And this is mm-hmm. their droid that's coming with them. Right. Like and, they can, they and, can and get mad. Story. Yeah. And, and then, you, you know, you kick their droid and they get mad and they want you to exactly. send them credits. And then, then you're in Disney jail. And yeah, yeah you're, it's you're a whole thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. You just don't kick yeah. the droids. Uh, no, listen, I would love for I really would love for them to finally do this thing that they've said they're going to do for a while where they're going to have free roaming droids like this. Like I do it. 
make it happen. I yeah. want to see it. Like I would love to. Yeah, totally. It. <laughs> yeah. Like I just, I'm not going to get excited about something until like I actually see them doing it in the, I mean, they're, they're doing it right here, but it's still just a test. But yeah, these it, things are pretty cool, though. I mean, they're walking on two legs. I mean, they're, you know, they're not on wheels. They are literally walking on two legs and they, they move pretty well. They, like they said, they're balanced and they're, they're doing like a little march in the video that I'm looking at. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was kind of cool that they, like, they, they would all like follow one another, but then they also would like, like after they did their little bit together, they would all kind of like stop and look around and do different, like you could see that yeah. they weren't, um, they weren't tied to one another. Like, like I know they want to say like they're, Oh, they're free roaming and they're learning and all that kind of stuff. Like you can see that they still kind of follow predefined patterns, but there is also some room for spontaneity with them, I guess. Yeah, exactly. The best way I can put it. And, yeah. and you know, the thing about this is that maybe like, you know, we've talked about in the past about innovation and you know, this if this turns out well, and and I really genuinely hope that it does have enough positive for them to to continue exploring it, is that this could be that place of innovation that we've been talking about that, you know, is kind of missing a little bit that, you know, it opens it up to there is a whole bunch of people doing research in advanced robotics out there. Like, yeah, including Disney. This Disney could, is do, I mean, this is yeah. their testing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, but th- this could become like a showcase for, you know new robotics and, and, you know, these droids, you know, droids in the, the sense of star Wars could be demos of droids that, you know, you start seeing in real life or, or yeah. like, like yeah, outside true. of outside of the park. Right. Like it's, it's a very interesting thing. I think that, uh, that, you know, Disney is, I, I'm glad that they're, they're pursuing it and I'm glad that they didn't, you know, cause like we talked about it years ago and, and it seemed like, like everything around galaxy's edge got shut down. Right. Yeah, or all, all the, the all cool, the all the extra stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and so it it feels like you know maybe there there's a glimmer of hope that uh, that this is uh, this is actually going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, um, let's wrap sorry, it up. One, unless there's something else you want to talk about. Yeah, one I know one last thing. Um, I I said this at the beginning of the episode, and I want to just highlight it really quick. I watched Haunted Mansion. Oh yeah, yeah, um, that's right, yeah. So the the one thing I'll say, Haunted Mansion, it, the new one is a good movie. I feel it's definitely better than the Eddie Murphy one that was done years ago. Um, the I feel as though it it would actually stand alone as a good scary movie, or like like a, f- a family scary movie. Like it's not over the top scary. It, it's it's kind of like like other Disney movies. Like it it has a few little bit of scary parts, but not like like crazy. And I think the thing that might have actually hurt it is that because I am such a big fan of Haunted Mansion, oh, yeah. um, I was more enamored with like some of the beats they took where it's like, oh, yeah, that's the stretching room or that like like parts. Some of the references, like, like the Easter yeah, eggs and the references. Yeah, I, I was more like I was more focused on that. And I was I feel I wasn't missing the story, but it felt like the story was um, it, it was. I don't know how to say it. it like it, it, it should have, it could have been a little more intense, but it felt like they were kind of doing more fan service. Right. Yeah. And and because of that, the story didn't hit necessarily as hard as it could have. It wasn't bad. The one thing I do feel though, that they did was um, they were really trying to hit you over the head with the idea of the hat box ghost. 
Uh, well, yeah. So I, I heard somebody say like they ruined the hatbox ghost for me. <laughs> so, yeah, it, that that's that's one thing that I didn't like about it was that they they kind of teased it, and in the movie, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, he's the hatbox ghost. Yeah, okay, like, but then I I see now where like they're pl- they're teeing that up for the integration into the ride, right? Yeah, yeah. And again, not not a bad thing, and I'm sure you know you know. I, I would go back and watch it again, but the, yeah, I, I feel like they didn't need to like, like I feel like somebody got wind of the Hatbox ghost that didn't, that was more focused around the hype of it and didn't actually like think about how it actually folded into the story necessarily. And they were just like writing the character from the place of like the hype that it had for so long. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, Yeah. But anyway, all right, let's wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, let's finish this up. And yeah, yeah. So sorry to your wife. I I know we went. I'm going to blame you. It's fine. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, you started it, but I finished it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So uh, as usual, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love getting your questions and hearing your trip reports and just talking to you guys. So uh, you can always find us there. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. You can find us on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast. You can find us on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. So, uh, you know, if, if you're on any of those platforms, you can check us out there on YouTube. We actually do post these um, episodes now on on YouTube. So you can you can listen to us now on YouTube if uh, if that's your preferred platform of choice. So make sure you check that out. And on Facebook, uh, if you want to join our group, it's called Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. Uh, it's a great place where we have our listeners come and talk about the show. You know, we get a lot of our questions from there. Um, we get great memes and people sharing their own experiences and asking questions and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, if, if you're interested in talking about Disney stuff, come out, come hang out with us because because it's one of the best Disney groups for that. And if you want to support the show, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out our new logo with uh, we got all kinds of shirts and fanny packs and great stuff in there. Um, we also have a limited edition shirt going right now, the golden birthday button. If you don't know the history of the golden birthday button, um, you might want to go back and I wish we had a way to search or a way to identify which episode it started on. Cause I really don't know. Um, I don't, I don't remember a, either. It was I, a long time ago, but, but it's, it's one of our, our jokes on the show, but you can wear this shirt because the, the golden button is celebrating listening to welcome home podcast, which as I've said previously, if you're listening to the show, um, you know, then you can wear the button. It's not, or the whole thing around the golden birthday button is that you could only wear it on your birthday, but this is for listening to the show, which you should be listening to us every day. So yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, if you want, if you want that shirt, please go check that out. It's only in there until December, so it won't be there forever. And, um, also another way you can support the show is you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod. You can check out our different levels of Patreon support, which have exclusive, uh, an exclusive logo that you can only get through Patreon and you can also get a, a discount in the store. So, you know, going back to talking about the golden birthday button and all that is if you want a bit of a discount, you can actually support us through Patreon and then that will help you with uh, buying merchandise for the show. And our uh, our Patreon listeners also get access to our Discord, which is yet another place that we love talking with our listeners. It's a little more intimate. We, uh, um, we have a lot of great conversations in there. Some of our questions come from there too, but uh, yeah, it's just a, you know, another way that we love talking with our listeners. So 
um, check that out if, uh, if that's interesting to you. Last but not least, if you are listening on iTunes or Spotify, leave us a five-star review because that helps more people find the show. Um, you know, more, more reviews means, means we show up higher in the algorithm and all that. So, um, you know, please leave us a review. Um, iTunes, you can actually write us a review if, if you feel, um, you know, if you feel you want to write something about the show, you know, please, please share it on there. We do like to read those out when, you know, people leave us reviews. I don't know if we've had any new ones. We don't have any new ones under this yeah. week. So, um, yeah, but good. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, please, please leave us a review because, you know, we, we love hearing the good and the bad from you guys. It's, you know, it's not all, we, we don't uh, cherry pick our reviews. We actually do. Uh, you know, we try to keep ourselves honest because we know not everybody likes everything we do and that's okay. So, um, you know, leave us a review. Yeah. And also don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time you release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube Music, just about any podcast uh, app out there. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the Disney one. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult uh, your DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to the sponsor of this episode, DVC Resale Market and World of DVC, for continuing to be amazing supporters of this show. Please check them out. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. Thank you.